Two idiots are reading the SCP files over the intercom. Captain, we are approaching the SCP Nebula. If you look out the window, you can see the SCP system. What do we do, Captain? Give me a minute. Yoda took my lunch again. Give it back, Yoda. That's Star Wars, Captain. This is Star Trek. I'm a this is a crossover. Oh, crossover Star. We are crossing over with Star Wars, Captain, as well as. Fun SCP. fact: If you crossed over Star Trek and Star Wars, you, and you mashed their names together, like in the traditional way names are matched, you Star Tours, the, the Disney ride. Star Tours, Star Wreck, Star Wreck. Oh, that's so cool. The, the, Star Wreck. I guess the bit ended. I guess we're done with the bit. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I've got to be spooky for this one because we've got a scary episode today. Welcome to the Discovering SCP Christmas Special. <laughs> I, I didn't know that Russian people were spookier. What else? That's, what that's else Dracula. Tra- that's Dracula. Romania? Transylvania. Transylvania. Yeah. Is Transylvania a real place? Is that a stupid question? Of course it fucking is. Okay, I didn't know. It's in Romania, right? Yeah. <laughs> Transylvania, real place. Well, you know, there's like fictional cities. I didn't know if it was like the fictional Dracula city or if it was real. It's fictional, just like Madagascar. (laughs) Madagascar's not fictional. Oh, you think you've got lemurs dancing around in Madagascar? Alright, listen. I'm going to take a plane to Madagascar. Can you hear my finger quotes? You're making me Madagascar, okay? So how about you knock it off? Calm down. I nods to the guards, one of them raises their rifle threateningly. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're back. People with it's guns. Been, it's been a while since we oh, last sorry. recorded. Has it? Yeah, it's been like a week. Yeah. Well, no, more than well, a week. because we did the last one earlier. So it's a week been and like a half. A week and a half. So this is the longest yeah. we've gone without discovering SCP in quite a while. Yeah, and if you've noticed, my health has uh, drastically improved. I feel smarter, stronger, more athletic. He's rejuvenated. Uh, I have several girlfriends now. They all smoke weed. Um, all three of them? But, they smoke weed? Yeah. My three weed-smoking girlfriends. This weed? They smoke it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They smoke big time. I bet they don't. <laughs> yes, they do! How about you shut up before I shoot you? Okay. <laughs> this guy thinks his girlfriend smoke weed. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, today's been pretty eventful. I woke up early to do to do some drawing stuff, and I got to talk with Adji and Anomalous Writer a little bit. That was fun. Um, and then I had to do a bunch of errands, laundry, blah, blah, blah. And then I um, watched a little bit of Cowboy Bebop, which is an absolute bop. If you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop, just watch that instead. It's, it's better than the just podcast. Google it. They got all... Just... <coughs> Google it. Go to Wikipedia. They got all the synopsis ready to go. Google <coughs> Google Cowboy Bebop episodes free Punjabi film. Let's <laughs> no, go to Wikipedia. List of Cowboy Bebop episodes. You've got a little summary and you can sort of get the same experience. God, could you imagine? It, you know you know those like Twitter accounts that are like guy who does what uh, or whatever? There should be a guy who doesn't watch TV shows. He just reads plot synopses of episodes on Wikipedia. I used to do that. <laughs> Instead of watching TV, are you an insane person? It's not no, like reading movie, a book. It was it's a M. Night movies because I didn't want to invest time into watching them, so I just wanted to know what the twist was. <coughs> oh, so you just read about them on Wikipedia alone in yeah. the dark on your computer? No, I did it in high school in the IT lab. 
That's actually based. I did what I was meant to be doing work. <laughs> okay, I'm dying, and I might need water, but I don't want to have to cut that episode, so I'm going to try and tough it out. How many, how many SCPs do we have today? We got one SCP, and it S- is SCP. Oh, not five thousand. <laughs> wow, were you building up to that or something? I, I would have had no idea based on the comments. Um, I don't read the comments on this shitty video. All right. Well, I shoot you in the head now, guys. Please keep hey. commenting and keep our engagement up. We need it desperately. I hate, I hope they don't comment and I hope they don't subscribe and I especially hope they don't press that fucking bell button. It pisses me off. Well, my that. child will do all of those things. <laughs> my child will ignore. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, you got one SCP. Is this going to be like a multi-episode thing? Or can we Most do this manageable? Not. Not, unless some, <laughs> not unless we really get sidetracked. Alright, how about you smash that motherfucking link button then? In my DM? That's not all I'm going to smash. I'm also going to smash your face in. With <laughs> Flushed? <hand>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flushed. Oh, that's funny. Flushed? SCP. I saw a tweet today, by the way, that reminded me of you for some reason. It was like, uh, people, Mario's always looks so angry in Smash. Make him happy like he is in the games. Then it's like Mario box art on any game with any form of competitiveness, and he like looks angry at everything, like Mario Kart, Mario Tennis. <laughs> He's so angry looking. <laughs> He's competitive-minded. Yeah. But here he doesn't we even give a fuck about his brother anymore. Anyway, give me the link. SCP-4666. This is called the Yule Oh, that's Yule the Man. scary! No, right. that's the number of the bees! No! This is, this is called the Yule Man by Hercules Rockefeller. Yule Man? Like Yule is in that uh, Christmas-esque... Yeah. No, someone's going to get offended. You know what I mean, the pagan one for Christmas that was there before. Yeah. Okay, uh, when was this written? Because usually you don't see this many upda- upvotes unless it's an older one, but 2018. Very respectable, very respectable. Yeah, I'm going to toss it an upvote already. I don't know why I did that. Um, I'll change it if it's not good, but I... <laughs> I've never done that before. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> this guy, he's got a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ride this. Alright, so the first thing I see is a photograph. It looks like a silhouette standing on, like, a very thin tree branch. Just with Christmas lights. I don't think they're actually on the tree branch, but... (laughs) Are they floating, then? What are they on? It looks like they're standing on something. No. Oh, wait, yeah, you're right. I was looking at the part (laughs) in the top left, so I thought that was the sky and the clouds, but that was the snow. (laughs) (laughs) What's he standing on? Looking at the part in the top left, but you're totally right when you look at the rest of the picture. What's he standing on? The ground. <laughs> this guy, he's just floating there. His seven reindeer generals. <laughs> Next level camouflage. You can't even recognize the grass exists. <laughs> that's his. That's his SCP ability. It, it fucks with your cognition. That's what we're <laughs> Fucking SCPs like stands. My SCP ability allows me to enter the metaphysical realm. Well, let's have a look at that caption. Possible photograph of SCP. Recovered from a cell phone at the location of Weisslatt's event, 057130. Click to enlarge. You can if you want. It's a bigger picture. (laughs) It's so big. He's flying. It's so scary. Oh, I'm just going to... Oh, wait, fuck. We don't usually do this. Um, um, In episodes, but if you are a big no-no-no-gore 
person, maybe don't listen to this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you putting that heads up for people because, like, you know, obviously we can't give me info without spoiling it, but at the same time, you know, we want people to be comfortable. Uh, that doesn't mean we're not going to tackle uncomfortable topics, but ideally, Tanhony will give you a heads up, so this is a good thing. This is the first time I've ever so, done yeah. it. It's episode, like, 67. Yeah, we didn't even do it on the ones that mentioned, like, rape and stuff, which surprises me, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot. Although I remembered I... now, though. <laughs> Fucking hell. This one probably right, we'll isn't try to be bad. better from now on. Yeah. But we'll so try strange, to be better in the future. The one call the one we start. Object class right. let's get started, yes. Special containment procedures... Web traffic and law enforcement channels worldwide should be monitored for evidence of SCP-4666 activity, and particularly for cases of stalking or reports of anomalous phenomena involving families of young children. Should a vice not event be suspected to be in progress, the nearest containment task force will be dispatched to attend containment of SCP-4666. Standard PDP-7 humanoid first contact protocols apply. Hey, buddy. Alright, I'm going to teach you a secret technique. So, I is one, right? Listen, I'm not from ancient Rome, so why should I even know this shit? Listen, I is one, okay? V is five, and then X is ten. This is most of what you need to know. On the keyboard, V is like the 20th letter. What do you mean V is five? Listen, when when there are I's in front of a V or an X, you add that many ones to the to the five or the ten. When they're behind it, you subtract that many ones. So I V is four, but V I would be six. Does that make sense? Yeah. There you go. That's all it is. There are other ones, but you don't need to know anything usually beyond one, five, and ten. Okay. I'll just I just have to remember which one has cloud strife in it. Media coverage of family deaths in SCP-4666 is to be suppressed or falsified to make said deaths appear as non-anomalous home invasion murders. Forensic oh, evidence and Dash A instances collected by non-foundation agencies to be confiscated and witnesses amnesticized. I'm gonna guess, based on the fact that it's Yule Man, that there's Christmas lights, and that they mentioned Dash A are collected, I'm gonna guess this is some Santa-related entity, and Dash A are like warped versions of presents. That's, I'm locking that in. Okay. Description. SCP-4666 is currently believed to be a single, exceptionally long-lived humanoid entity of unknown origin. Survivors of Weissnacht events typically describe SCP-4666... Oh, wait, isn't Weissnacht just mean white knight? Uh, yeah. German speaking language. Typically describe SCP-4666 as a very tall, between 2 metres and 2.3 metres, elderly male of European descent with an extremely emaciated appearance. Emaciated? What's he doing with all those cookies I leave out? (laughs) Good point! He doesn't eat them. The entity always appears completely naked, even when observed outdoors in freezing weather. Same. I saw a mummy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> no! Stop! Though the nature and extent of its anomalous properties remain uncertain, SCP-4666 appears, inca- appears incapable of instantaneous or near-instantaneous travel to any location north of 40 degrees north oh latitude. My God. And possibly to any location on Earth. Does he do the fucking Dragon Ball Z like instant transmission? SCP-4666 activity occurs exclusively within a period of 12 consecutive nights every year. From the night of December 21st to 22 to the night of January 1st to 2nd. This period is known as the SCP's active phase. 
During this phase, in what are termed Weissnacht events, SCP-4666 will appear at dwellings in one or multiple locations north of 40 degree north latitude. In all known Weissnacht events, these dwellings have shared the following characteristics. Isolated rural location, home to a family of at least one child under the age of eight, and situated in an area of snow cover lasting throughout the duration of the event. See, how many homes does he visit? Because I feel like if it was that common with isolated rural locations, people would be like, there's too many murders out in rural areas, and we wouldn't want to live in rural areas. Yeah, but who wants to live in rural areas? No uh, one, that's who. I know because boys. I live in a rural area. I live, I, I, I've I lived in rural areas. I like it. I hate people, dude. Every time yeah, I see is it person, snowy where you are? Uh, yes, when it's winter. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sometimes even when it's not winter, it's snowed in, like, April. Weissnacht's events con- consist of the following general progression. Nights 1 to 7. Children report... <laughs> seven nights at Santa's. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> just there, you have to close your bedroom door or your window. We've got the episode title already. Children report seeing SCP-4666 in the vicinity of their family's dwelling. This entity will typically be observed watching the dwelling from a distance, such as from across the Oh! Field. It's like the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Such so as from across a nearby field or from the edge of a neighbouring forest. In some cases, children report waking up at night to find SCP-4666 watching them sleep through a window. Nights 8 to 11. Family members, including the parents, will report sounds of footsteps coming from the roof or the attic. An extremely unpleasant odour will also frequently be noticed inside the dwelling. No cause for these phenomena will be found. As a result, parents will often begin to suspect that their family is being stalked, or even that their dwelling might be haunted. I mean, in a world where SCPs exist, I mean, I know they don't know they exist, but with anomalies, I think at some point, could you say that these creepy paranormal entities count as being haunted? Um, I will, I, yeah, I don't really see... They, they are haunted, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a creepy so paranormal thing the, that the, only comes out at a certain this time of year. Dorky scientist is putting these quote marks over haunted. Yeah, don't exist. yeah. What else would haunted be? Fuck you! At doesn't SCP have literal ghosts like that ghost girl? Yeah, they're actual like, ghosts. They're like haunted. What a bunch of idiots! Which, which one of these eggheads wrote this? <laughs> More like eggnog head. Am I right? Yeah, when I'm through with him, he'll see what a fucking eggnog is when I take his brain matter and make him fucking drink it. See if it makes him any smarter going the other way down. Christ! Jesus! Sorry. Fucking hell, Tan. Where does that come from? The calls I'm possessed by Sansa. (laughs) Just seven nights with Tan. (laughs) Ten nights with Tan. (laughs) Night 12. Night 12. Over the course of the night, one of two scenarios will occur. The first, and most common, is that SCP-4666 will kill all members of the family save for one child under the age of eight, whom it will abduct. The SCP will inflict incapacitating injuries to family members while they are sleeping, then herd them into a single room of the dwelling where it proceeds to kill them in view of each other. The method of killing varies with the event, and will typically be preceded by some form of torture which appears to serve a ritualistic purpose. See Vice Not Events log below. In the second oh. scenario, which has occurred in roughly 15% of Nosvagnat events, the SCP will not harm the family. Family members will report hearing footsteps inside their dwelling during the night, though no signs of forced entry will be found. In the morning, children will discover presents at the foot of their beds. These will consist of toys crudely crafted from the remains of human children. So I'm going to guess that this Santa has a very harsh definition of what counts as nice enough for presents. Mm. Based on those percentages. 15% is not bad. 
Yeah. I've seen yeah, in the modern era. Back in the day, it was more like 90%, but nowadays, kids just don't know how to behave. It is, but 15%, you're not doing bad, really. Yeah, um, but even so, shame, you get toys but... made out of human remains. Handcrafted. It's a literal hand, like, twisted into a doll. Hand-handcrafted. The criteria, if any, by which the SCP determines the outcome of a vice not event are unknown, so we also don't know what makes you naughty and what makes you nice. Alright, okay, we got a long list of events here. This looks like yeah. it's going to be tough for you to read, buddy. We can perhaps popcorn. Mm, I don't know, I don't have any in the oven right now. I guess okay, I'm going to kill... Uh, maybe, maybe it's time for your fucking <laughs> vice not to event. Let's see if you're naughty or uh, uh, Okay, uh, I'll take a turn. <clears throat> Location. Unknown village, Croatia. Year circa 1498. Unconfirmed. An entire family was killed, with the exception of one of the children. How would this have been written down in 1498? How would this account have lasted 600 years? Only a 500 years. Um, With the exception of one of the children, age unknown, who was abducted. Though specific details about the event are not available in recovered documents, it was noted that the killings presented strong paganistic elements, and that the family members had been made to suffer greatly prior to death. The archbishop who oversaw the investigation wrote that he believed the family had been killed as part of a demonic ritual. Oh, he's called Yule Man. Is he, like, angry about Christmas? Unknown village, Rupert's Land, present-day Ontario, Canada, 1689. Unconfirmed. An entire family was killed, with the exception of two of the children, one of whom was abducted, and one of whom, female age unknown, escaped during the killings and was able to reach a nearby village. (coughs) She told authorities that a naked man had broken into her family's dwelling during the night and proceeded to torture them, exact method not specified in recovered documents. Upon investigation, the bodies of the family members were found inside their dwelling, hanging upside down from the ceiling. All had been exsanguinated. That's when, like, all the blood's taken out, right? Yeah, that's when you're emptied out. Eichstatt! Germany, 1913. You have to say German, like, angrily. Uh, an entire family was killed, with the exception of the youngest children, male, age three, who was abducted. The bodies of the parents and five other children were found inside a stable adjoining their dwelling. They had been restrained by having knives, pitchforks, and other sharp implements forced through the palms of their hands and into the walls of the stable before having their tongues removed, leading to hemorrhaging and death. Blood from the family members had then been used to paint. Who would? Paint elaborate patterns of unknown meaning on the hides of the mule, goat, and two cows present in the stable. The animals themselves were not harmed. Neighbors told authorities that in the week preceding the killings, the father of the family had mentioned finding tracks in the snow around the family's dwelling, which appeared to have been made by bare human feet. Imagine you fucking see tracks in your your house, and it's fucking like bare feet. (laughs) Plyos, Soviet Union. Uh, An entire family was killed, with the exception of the youngest... What did I say? Oh, you, you didn't mention the date. So I just oh, sorry, 1956. An entire family was killed with the exception of the youngest child, male age four, who was abducted. The bodies of the parents and one other child were found in the living room of their house. They had been restrained and their feet held over the flames in the fireplace for an extended period of time. Cal- calcining? What does that mean? I, nothing good. I don't want to Google it. I imagine it's... Fu- calcining... I imagine, like, uh, reduce, oxidize, or desiccate by roasting or exposing wow. to strong heat. Oh, it's like, um... Okay, yeah. I know what that is. Carbonized cells cannot regenerate. Gross, gross when applied to flesh. Calcinizing the tissues of the feet and exposing the bones. They then had their heads crushed with an unknown heavy... Is this whole article just gore? Like, is there going to be a narrative here or something? Because this is kind of, like, there, yeah. gruesome. 
Okay, I'll believe you. <clears throat> Hundreds of bite marks believed to have been inflicted post-mortem were found on each of their bodies. Uh, analysis of recovered police photographs has shown that the size, shape, and configuration of the SCP's teeth do not match those of a human being or of any known animal. <clears throat> Branches cut from a fir tree outside the house had also been placed over their bodies, over the bodies to unknown purpose. Has anyone ever written a joke SCP about a, an arrow, like a stand arrow? I don't think so. I don't know why that came to my mind so suddenly. But this I guy's trying to make it. sense. <laughs> Scooting Shaven, Norway, 1971. An entire family was killed, with the exception of the second youngest. I almost was going to say, how come none of these are about the kids that get presents? But then I realized that that would just blend in with every yeah. other Christmas celebration. <laughs> Apart from the nature of the presents. Right. An entire family was killed with the exception of the second youngest child, female age five, who was abducted. The bodies of the parents and two other children were found in the basement of their house. Each had had at least one unknown sharp implement, possibly a piece of bone. Oh, we've skipped one now. <clears throat> Sorry. Each had had at least one limb pulled off by brute force before being stabbed precisely 39 times with an unknown sharp implement, possibly a piece of bone from one of their moved limbs. In my defense, all these paragraphs are like really bunched together yeah. with no spacing. Resulting the, uh, in massive blood loss and death. Graph, unfortunately. The family members had then been eviscerated and their small and large intestines removed and cut into 30 to 50 centimeter long pieces. These had been arranged in radiating lines around the bodies. Ooh. Feces from the intestines had been used to trace symbols of unknown meaning on the walls of the basement. Ew, you old man fucking draw, draws with feces? Ew. Cringe. Uh, Ew, this, this, right. No one's cringe. allowed to be mean to me about this because this word is, is insane unless you're Icelandic. Eagle Stadium, Iceland, 1996. Hey, Tan would have been alive by then. An entire family was killed, with the exception of the youngest child. This one wasn't the young man, actually. (laughs) Just one-year-old Tanhoney who was abducted. The (laughs) The bodies of the parents and seven other children were found inside their home, their house. All had large pieces of skin removed from their backs, necks, and groins. Prior to death, removed skin was found to have been partially consumed. They had then been killed by decapitation with a buck saw that had belonged to the family. Following death, it's, the family It's funny to me how bodies. your man doesn't bring his own stuff. He has to use what's there. Yeah. Yeah, so what if you just lived in, like, one of those weird people minimalist houses? He had nothing to work with? I guess I'll cut your head off with the corner of the table. <laughs> Everything in a minimalist house is so sharp, right? It's all lines. Uh, following death, the family members' headless bodies had been carried to their respective rooms and placed on their beds. Each of the removed heads had also been placed upright on a step of the staircase leading from the first to the second floor, with the parents' heads on the top two steps and the children's heads on the lower steps in decreasing orders of age. Gross. All right, then we that. have an instance log. Would you like to read this? No worries at all. I actually thought we were going to popcorn that back and forth. I was very happy to let you do it. I, I was, but I gave you a break because I realized that was really obnoxious. So, I no did worries. it for you. Nermes, Finland. Year 1811. So these are the toys that were found. A small wooden drum with two wooden drumsticks of uneven length. Drum skin consists of 390cm cubed piece of skin belonging to a human child. I, I shouldn't laugh at that. Stretch of thread made from human tendons. Khaelic, Wales, 1857. A small knife, 15 centimetres in length. Blade is 6 centimetres in length. Sculpted oh. from a single piece of bone belonging to a human child. Symbols of unknown meaning have been carved into the handle. Thank God we know the handle's 9 centimetres long. What would we do? 
<laughs> Makats, Kazakhstan, 1903. A flute made from the hollowed-out femur of a human child. Holes have been bored at uneven intervals along its length. This is so <laughs> weird to hear you hear, Breed, because I, I heard your family in the background for a second. Can they hear you talking about no. this? Okay, cool. They're used to it. The femur appears to have been dyed of human blood. Bangor, Michigan. That's the worst. 1960. <laughs> Banger? <laughs> like this episode? Uh, yeah, hit that, <laughs> that, hit that bell made from a human skull. Oh, hit that like button, motherfuckers. 1960. A wooden box containing 13 miniature human-like figurines, each four to six centimeters in height, made from the phalangeal bones of human children, tied together with strips Gross. of human tendon. The figures have been decorated with human hair and small pieces of torn clothing. DNA testing reveals that remains belong to 18 separate children. Why, what did this kid do to get like this high effort present? He must have been really good. Mm. He He's never sinned. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny celebrity I could say that was given to. You. I don't know. I don't think any celebrity has been that good. Uh, yeah. Looks at screen. Kate Broyle. Canada. You're not a celebrity, okay? 1970. I, I am not. I just. I don't even know what that joke was. 1976. A ball 23 centimeters in diameter, made from 19 layers of human skin, wrapped tightly around the desiccated head of an unidentified human child. Male, age two to three. Layers of skin are held in place of pine resin. Ooh. Barge, Netherlands, 2006. A hairbrush. A handle is made of wood and poorly carved. <laughs> We're getting fucking judgment from the SCP Foundation here. Yeah. What are you, it's an overall shitty hairbrush. I would like hairbrush. to see you carve something, nerd. Yeah, let's see you make some... Get, look, look at your colleague over there. Let's see how many fucking hairbrushes you can make from him. <laughs> oh my Please, god. In place of bristles. Are you the Yule Man? You got awfully offended at that. <laughs> I heard that the Yule Man has a six-pack, <laughs> but he's shredded. <laughs> in places of bristles, 43 deciduous human teeth been set at regular intervals into the handle. DNA testing revealed that each tooth belonged to a different child. Only two of the teeth could be matched to known abduction victims of SCP-4666. Teeth vary in age from a few days to over 400 years. Getting that one. Wow, that kid got a really room. high effort present. Well, yeah, I imagine they had a lot of supplies that they had, like, and sort of passed their sell by date. You had to use them. Right. All right. Oh my god, this SCP never ends. Why don't I swap over to you again since we've established precedent for that now? Stirred. All right. Discovery. Uh, Discovery SCP. SCP-4666 has existence and ongoing activity were first detected in 1974 through the Foundation's newly implemented Anomalous Signature Recognition Program. There's a little footnote here. Also known as ASRP, this program marked the Foundation's first use of algorithms as a means of detecting anomalous phenomena. When several highly similar home invasion incidents resulting in family deaths were found to have occurred throughout the Northern Hemisphere during the night of January 1st through 2nd. Extensive research into civilian and law enforcement archives worldwide eventually uncovered evidence of probable Weissnacht events for nearly every preceding year going back to the late 18th century, average of 3.1 known events per year. Numerous historical documents were also found, which appear to describe 4666 activity occurring prior to this period, in some cases as early as the 2nd century AD in Europe and Russia, and as early as the 1st century BC in Scandinavia. So this, he's not even mad about Chris, Chris, Christmas. That wasn't even around in 1st century BC. That was before Christ. This guy, he's proto-Santa. He's just been angry forever for no reason. 
Fingerprints belonging to the same humanoid entity have been discovered at the locations of all Foundation-investigated Weisnot events. Is it Weisnot or Weisnot? Weisnot. Grimoire Weisnot. Uh, these have been matched to a partial fingerprint found preserved in dried blood on a recovered SCP-A instance dating from 1873. The fingerprints present characteristics not known to occurring human beings. See image. Uh, human-like white hairs were also recovered from the locations of several Weissnacht events, though no DNA, human or otherwise, could be extracted from them. Um, I do like that little bit of world-building okay. with the algorithms there. Yeah, that's kind of neat. It's, it's, it's a little more realistic than usual. Like, we brought out the the SCP Detector 2000, and it said there was something yeah. weird going on. We brought out our learning computer to play Among Us. Oh, yeah, how stupid on. is that? Hold on now. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I'm looking at the rest of this SCP at a glance, and, and we're, like, barely 30 minutes in, and we're almost I done. I have plans, don't worry. I think, for example... All these sort of jabs you're making at me. Don't you think that's a little naughty? <laughs> oh, Tanhoney, you have no idea how deep the well goes. I was actually thinking of making you a present swim. soon. Addendum 4666-01. On the 2nd of the 1st, 2018, that my birthday, no it's not, several Dash A instances were discovered at family residence in Hoonah, Alaska, following the conclusion of Vice Not Event 060198. Among these instances was SCP-4666-A-0960, which consisted of a crude, life-size doll made from the emaciated body of a female child, to which the following modifications had been made. A dress made from various pieces of dirty, discoloured clothing had been sewn around the body, and in several places into the body's skin. The mouth had been sewn short with thread made from human tendons, and the lips painted red with a solution consisting primarily of human blood. The fingernails of another child had been glued over the body's fingernails with pine resin, He's been painted red with the same human blood-based solution. Three of the body's fingers were missing. The entire scalp had removed from the head, and the scalp of another child of long blonde hair sewed onto the head of its place. The hair had been tied into two braids. Both eyes had been removed, and two large round pebbles on which eyes had been crudely painted placed into the empty orbits. Oof. Upon examination by the family, the child from whom the doll had been made was found to be still alive, albeit unconscious. Authorities were notified that the child was airlifted into Bartlett Regional Hospital in Juneau, Alaska, where she that's, survived for eight hours. Oh, that's that's fucked. That's fucked. Uh, I, I mean, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying you can't write fuck stuff in SCPs, but I'm just saying it's hitting me like a gut punch a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Two Foundation agents were dispatched and were able to interview the subjects. The interview linked below. Following the subject's death, her body was confiscated by the agents and all witnesses anesthetized as per standard procedure. DNA testing revealed the subject had been oh, Ekaterina Morozova. Ekaterina Morozova. Age 7, a known abduction victim of SCP-4666 taken from her family residence in Dubovka, Russia on the 2nd of the 1st, 2016. Autopsy of the subject's body showed she had been severely malnourished during the two years following her abduction, which resulted in considerable stunting. Weight was only 15 kilograms, height was only 90 centimetres. A number of scars and burns were present on her skin, and she suffered two bone fractures, left tibia and left ulna, that had not been reset and had healed improperly. Hands were heavily calloused. Cause of death was attributed to multiple organ failure, resulting from severe sustained malnourishment. Can you really say? Oof. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. T- t- date, all that. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, second of the first 2018, time 2327 AKST to 2349 AKST. The location, Bartlett uh, Regional Hospital, Juneau, Alaska. Interviewers, Agents Anthony Kowalski. Kowalsisk. Kowalsisk. Agent Susan Muse attending. Subjects, that's the the, 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 the Russian girl, female age seven. I love how Uh, they didn't even write it in the fucking log, they just called her EM. Oh, yeah. Uh, Notes, the subject regained consciousness for a period of roughly 30 minutes prior to expiring, during which she was interviewed. Hospital staff had previously removed the thread that had been sewn into her lips, allowing her to speak. I know they're saying expiring because she's like an SCP now or whatever, but that just feels so cruel. Despite having been administered a morphine drip, the subject was largely coherent throughout the interview. The subject did not understand English and initially spoke only a language that was unfamiliar to agents Koalisisk and Muse. Records of this interview are currently being studied by the Department of Linguistics, as the language spoken by the subject was later found to match no known language living or dead. Early indications that it might be related to pre-proto-Germanic. However, after several minutes, the subject began addressing the agents in Russian, which she spoke poorly. Agent Kowalsisk, who spoke rudimentary Russian, was able to conduct the interview without the need for an interpreter. Right, which one are you? Um, I'll be... I, I, he's got my name, so I kind of got to be him. Who? <laughs> Agent Kowalsisk. Oh, because he's Anthony. <laughs> Alright, I'll be EM. <laughs> Ooh, this is probably the heaviest fucking interview we've done on this fucking podcast. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Anthony. What's your name? Are... Are you going to take me back to him? No, I I promise. I'm just here to talk to you. I don't want to go back. You don't have to. You're safe now, Mishka. Can you tell me what happened to you? Do you remember the night he came to your house? I remember... He hurt Mama and Papa and Katya and Yuliana for a long time, and they were bleeding. After they stopped screaming, he put me in his bag. His bag? He had a big bag. Other children were in the bag, too. I think we go to other houses. I hear people screaming outside the bag all during the night. Each house, he put another child in the bag. Then after the night, he take us away. Where did he take you? Underground, Nestle, deep. Underground? You mean in a basement? Deep. Everything earth and mud and ice. Bones everywhere. Everything cold. I can't sleep because it's too cold. There are lots of other children there with you? Lots of children. Lots of tunnels, lots of holes, but I can't see all. I can't see the other Mishla. Too dark. My hole is with Renee and Hekla and Sasha and Paul. We make the toys together. The, the toys? Don't make the toys. You don't eat. Don't stop making the toys. Don't fall asleep or he hurt you. He hurts you? How? Hit you or he burn you. Or he bite off your fingers, or he cook you on the fire in his room and eat you. He eat Philippe and Sally. What about... how did this happen to you? Did, did he do this? Renee and Hekla and Sasha and Paul do this. They have to. Why? 
I get sick. You can't make the toys. You become the toys. Alright, I don't... This one's a good piece, like it's dark, but I really wish there was more narrative and it's a bit too heavy. I'm not going to dock it the upvote for that or heard it on the ratings too much, but this is like a, this is just kind of a depressing piece. And yeah. I don't know why you decided to make me read this today. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't have, let me check my Darnell Moon app. <laughs> you fucking inflicted this on me. Status effect. Uh, as a side note, this SCP is one upvote away from hitting a thousand. Nice. So if you're listening and right. you like to see SCP, why don't you give it the foul? Well, it's probably actually going on that this one's nice. This one's kind of tough to rate. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. And the full 8 points are from like the quality of the article, but I'm not going to dock it any, but I'm not giving it any points for liking it. It just kind of made me depressed. Not a fan. Um, no worries. Well, I, yeah. not, I, as you said, it was a bit shorter than I expected it to be, so I've actually gone and grabbed another one. Really? I hope it's really short because we still this, have to do like comments. Yeah, it's and all a, that. a palate cleanser. This is SCP four seven one zero. It's called Sheen Gajira. I love Shin Gajira. No Sheen S H E E N. Like from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, and this is by a random this day. A random day. Yeah, I'm always checking now. If you didn't know, <laughs> let's just jump right in. Item number SCP four seven one zero. Object class neutralized. Special containment procedures. None. The remains of Sheen Estevez are presumably in the possession of the Sheen, Sheen Estevez is Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Wait, really? Yeah, that's his name. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Lord, I've been neutralized. Description. SCP-4710 was a phenomenon in which the head of Sheen Estevez, a clerical employee of Marks and Spencer Group PLC in Westminster, London, expanded from approximately 57 centimetres to over 6... Do you mean Westminster? What? Okay, this is funny. I have to talk... Please remind me, please remind me after the episode to talk to you about that, because I have a funny story about that. Never mind, just continue. Expanded from approximately 57 centimeters to over 6.4 kilometers in diameter, resulting in a BM-class broken masquerade scenario. This event began on 7th of 7th, 2019, shortly after 9.15 hours local time and continued for 24 hours. During this time, Mr. Estevez's head expanded at the rate of approximately 0.7% per minute. His head was completely un- impervious to damage and unaffected by I love when weight. they say impervious to damage because that sounds like a fucking video game term. Not, <laughs> and, not, not like, it, like you would just say it's impervious normally, right? Impervious to damage is like a video game. And unaffected by its own weight, though his body was crushed underneath his head within eight hours. An approximate timeline of SCP, the SCP's existence is provided here. This timeline is based on phone records, news reports, personnel debriefings, and interviews of survivors from London. Survivors? Well, 6.4 kilometers is a big diameter. Yeah. 0900. Mr. Estevez is seen by a co-worker drinking coffee in a break room in the MS headquarters. 9.15. Mr. Estevez exchanges pleasantries with a co-worker in the bathroom of the MSNS headquarters and enters a stall. 9.30. Tentatively identified at the point at which the SCP began expanding. 11.30. Mr. Estevez requests help as his head has become stuck between the walls of the bathroom stall. Mr. Estevez is unable to reach the lock on the stall, and further other employees are reluctant to crawl into the stall partition to unlock it. Estevez remains stuck. 1200. The expansion of Mr. Estevez's head breaks the stall partitions apart. 
His co-workers dialed 999. Is that Due like British 911? Yeah. Easier to remember, I would say. Okay. Due... So, I would say maybe better? But uh, let's continue. Due to the nature of the event, dispatchers believe the call to be a hoax. Fair enough. 12.45. The first public video of this event is posted to YouTube. Filmed by a co-worker is 10... <laughs> by a co-worker... <laughs> It is ten minutes. Oh, they are machines dying and undergoing some sort of. Well, his head's impervious. I'm gonna put it in YouTube. It is ten minutes long and shows Mr. Estevez sitting in the store as his head expands. Thirteen thirty. Mr. Estevez's head becomes large enough to break through the ceiling and into the second floor. The resultant evacuation of the MSS quarters and calls to nine 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 attract the attention of both the local authorities and the foundation. Thirteen forty seven. A Foundation agent arrives on the scene as part of a paramedic team and reports on the nature of the event. You want to take over for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, uh, we're on 14.05, right? Yeah. 14.05. Mobile Task Force Pi-1 City Slickers is dispatched to investigate the anomaly and attempt containment. Mobile Task Force Gamma-5 Red Herrings are tasked with cauterizing the flow of information within the civilian emergency services. 1730. Pi 1 arrives on the scene. Mr. Estevez's head has expanded to almost 13 meters in diameter by this time. Although his body has been crushed by the growth, his head continues to expand. Notably, his face has not expanded with the rest of his this head. This is me after oh, watching no, Rick and Morty. Tiny face! <laughs> 1740. Mr. Estevez's cries for help have degenerated to requests for death, and his head threatens to break free of the MS building outright. Pi-1 decides to neutralize the anomaly, but their attempts are wholly unsuccessful and fail to damage Mr. Estevez's head in any way. Why did this happen to him? It just, sometimes this shit just happens. It's just Mondays. How did they cover this up at the foundation? They didn't, if you read the description. Uh, <laughs> the Fountain London officer on duty decides to refocus containment on information control. Mobile Task Force Beta-7, Maz Hatters, is dispatched to cordon off the area under the pretense of a dirty bomb threat and handle any witnesses. Uh, during this time... Oh, God, they didn't. You're right. Is this what broke the masquerade? Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Estevez's head has expanded out of the building and into adjacent city blocks. Initial news reports indicate that the cover story of a dirty bomb has been temporarily successful. 1900. Foundation web crawlers begin identifying videos and photographs online associated with SCP-4710. The BBC News report suggests that... I would argue if this only lasted 24 hours... I mean, I'm not arguing it shouldn't be an article on the wiki, but I would argue in the lore, if it it was only 24 hours, it is gone and it was never contained. Should it even be an SCP or should it just be like a file? Like, why give it a number and everything? It's already done. I guess the big head still exists, though. Yeah. Um... Initial news reports indicate, yeah. 1900. Foundation web crawlers begin identifying videos and photographs online associated with SCP-4710. The BBC News report suggests that the dirty bomb story may be false and interviews one of Mr. Estevez's co-workers. The Department of Misinformation switches all available resources to handle these incidents. 1930. A GOC liaison contacts the Foundation and recommends that they withdraw from London. Foundation assets in the area report GOC operatives encroaching on the area disguised as British military personnel. 2000. Or 2000. The true nature of SCP-4710 has become apparent to the civilian populace. In addition to commenting on the nature of Mr. Estevez's predicament, global news media as well as amateur video and photo- amateur video and photographs begin to draw attention to assorted Foundation personnel on the scene and suggest that a larger conspiracy may be in place. Is this what broke the masquerade? Tell <laughs> Uh 
Uh, I'm going to... As funny as this is, I feel like this is a little like overstaying its welcome, so I'm just going to swap it back to you. Yeah, sure. 2030. Citing the failed containment attempts, unwanted attention being drawn to Foundation personnel, and political pressure being applied by the GOC and United Kingdom, the Overseer Council votes to pull Mobile Task Force's Pi-1, Gamma-5, and Beta-7 from London. 2045. Overseers 3 and 6 are dispatched to a COBR COBRA committee with the Prime Minister, representatives from the National Police Chiefs Council, the United Nations, and the Global Occult Coalition to work on strategies for neutralising SCP-4710 and safely evacuating London. 2100. The American representative proposes the use of thermonuclear weapons against Mr. Estevez's head. The proposal is rejected due to the population density at Mr. Estevez's location and the difficulty of evacuating London within the time frame provided. 2100 to uh, 5am. Various other proposals to neutralise the SCP are produced. These include Phoenigit neurotoxin, thermonuclear weaponry inserted into the SCP by means of bunker buster bombs, and cryogenically freezing it from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do in the actual movie. All proposals discarded as no means of piercing Mr. Estevez's skin has proven successful, and there is no evidence that he has a body left that can be affected by poison. 0500. The American representative proposes the use of thermonuclear weapons for the third time. He is asked to leave the committee. Typical American. Okay. 0510. Tensions arise in the Cobra Committee as Overseer 6 questions why the American representative was not expelled earlier. Following a physical altercation between the Prime Minister and Overseer 6, both Overseers are asked to leave the committee. Fucking fist fights breaking out. Bruh. 0525, the Foundation's British liaison informs us that our presence is no longer required within London and requests that all remaining Foundation personnel still within the city immediately leave. 0730, by this time, the exponential growth of Mr. Estevez's head has resulted in expansion to almost three kilometres in diameter. Overwatch Command votes to declare a BM-class broken masquerade scenario <laughs> and fire I was right. Well, it wasn't a reveal. They only said that happened in the uh, <laughs> description. Oh, well... Oh, I missed it. 0935. Without warning and against all prior evidence, Mr. Estevez's head explosively ruptures. The ensuing shockwave and expulsion of cerebrospinal fluid, blood, enlarged bone, and viscera levels most of Westminster and causes several hundred thousand casualties, including the deaths of most of the British cabinet. I don't remember this. 1000. The Global Occult Coalition coordinates with the British Armed Forces, surviving cabinet members, and emergency workers to provide disaster relief and mitigation. 1200 SCP is declared neutralized. No video or satellite footage may be able to support any conclusive explanation for the sudden neutralization of the SCP. However, several surviving eyewitnesses reported an enormous hand with a silver pin descending from a cloud immediately prior to the explosion. Further ex- investigation is ongoing. Uh, I'm, am I missing the significance of that last part? Someone pops the balloon. <laughs> uh, this one was funny. It was cute, but I think it really overstayed its welcome and got old towards the end. The dag got a bit was a bit long winded, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to give this one like a six out of ten. Uh, I that's probably no a good palate cleanser for <laughs> yeah, serial killer. Yeah, it definitely killer was compared to serial killer child mutilator. Definitely a nice breath of fresh air. I'll give it a solid six out of ten. What did you think? I quite like it. I have to agree with you that it goes on a bit long for what what yeah. the. I do like the detail of fucking O5s getting into fist fights. Yeah, that is kind of funny. I also, um, I also, uh, 
Like that he for some reason he, I don't even know if he did it intentionally. My guess is yeah, because haha internet memes that he fucking Sheen Estevez is the name almost of the certainly character. almost certainly yeah. There's no way that was a coincidence. Um, but yeah, now we are ready to read some comments. Yeah, yeah. Among so other things, I'm, we're ready I'm for, gonna we're make a comments. hard guess that n- neither of those were involved in SCP Five Thousand, which begs the question: Why are you stalling? Um, you'd be wrong. First off, but let's read the comments. Oh. Sheen Estevez is in is in five thousand. Sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, eight twenty eight. Uh, not eight twenty eight. Whoops. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, my brain's farting. There it is. This guy. Okay. <clears throat> Tell me about my people. Said- what do they want from me? Graphically, who, by the way, worked on a... He made a bot tan, honey. It's not on the server yet. I don't know why, because I think he said he finished it. But he made a bot that works uh, off a CSV from that Excel sheet Hunter and Boris made forever ago with all our SCPs. And what it does when it's on the server is you type, like, exclamation point, the SCP number, and it tells you if we've read it already or not, so you know if you have to spoiler it. Nice. How cool is that? So I gave him a little tinker roll. So shout out to Graphically. Well earned. Uh, but Graphically, he says, Happy belated birthday, Pepper's Ghost. Episode 23 was when you read 2200. You have also read 207 SCP slash Tales total. So there are a lot more SCPs to go through until you read 5,000. You're right. How many fucking, how many fucking SCPs are in 5,000, unironically? <laughs> Damn! Has every he, SCP we've read actually been a part of 5,000? Maybe, he maybe he's making a joke so like, until we've read 5,000 of them. Oh. My recommendation is the same as from a few weeks ago. Random number generator, the SCP number you will read and read it live on the podcast. For Tanhoney, did you watch Eurovision this year? No. For Darnell, most loved and hated cuisine. Dude, I, all right, I have a weird thing. I don't know if it's like a, a neurodivergent Obviously thing or if I'm just us. a weirdo, but, but when someone asks me what my favorite thing is for anything, I always get stumped because I have too many things I like and it's too hard. Yeah, to make exactly. Decisions. I think it's the same for everyone. Okay, good. I just can't make those kinds of decisions for favorite things. Which is weird, because I'm decisive about everything else in life. But when someone's like, what's your favorite, or like top three, whatever, I'm like, oh, I couldn't tell you, buddy. So I, I, I don't know. I, I like chocolate. I like, um, I like. Uh, oh, you know what? I really like deviled eggs are pretty good. I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd call them my most loved cuisine, but I really like deviled eggs. Um, one of the first things I learned how to cook. Um, but yeah, I'm going to put that off. Anyway, Banker Paul says, happy birthday, Pepper's Ghost. Uh, Adji says, imagine doing a SixCon special where you read every single entry and it takes you more than 24 hours. Uh, you're going to have to keep imagining because I'm never yeah, doing that. That'd be insane. Even these one-hour episodes so, dry yeah, out my throat. We haven't actually so mentioned this. The 6,000 contest has begun. I won't be entering this year because I couldn't think of any ideas. Oh, but... boo! I was so excited. Sure. You said you had all these ideas in your head. I never and said I like, that. I, I said wait. I was thinking about stuff I couldn't, and often was coming together. That makes me sad. I was really looking forward to like being there for you for once, like in the process of it, because you didn't really mention five thousand to us until you had already won. Man, I couldn't think of anything. Bad. All right. Yes. Um, a bush from the island of Borneo says, Hey, Tanhony, when you were writing 5,000, were there any SCPs you wanted to include it but didn't? Uh, not really. Sorry. All right. Uh, <laughs> Comedy Man Kelp says, I think if we let 1715 loose on Reddit, we could do the world a great service. Kelp? Those are human lives. 
I mean, are they really their redditors? <laughs> this is what you've become. Murder man? Yeah. Like, Dude, you're the one who's your man. Killing. Langlim says, What Happy kind of sins pepper. would Mega Man inherit if he killed you? Uh, probably a murder weapon, right? <laughs> Mighty number nine, indeed. <laughs> what? Next oh, did you say Mighty number nine? I thought you said my team, team member Mighty, indeed. <laughs> Mighty number nine, uh, indeed. Lang Lim says, happy birthday, Peppers. Yes, I did just make up the name Spine Spire. You may use it for I am not a creature of the strange forest. Correlation well, he's referencing SCP-4000. Nice. Also, I might be misremembering, but don't you need to dive into a certain infamous character to get a bit more context for a conversation that is not at all related to that SCP? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. And is he talking to you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, thought experiments and other stuff says fuck I was asleep but here do the dash J uh, I would, uh, you okay. don't own me I'm God White Guard TC says Pepper's Ghost is great good episode agreed and are you still with me I hear you tip tapping yeah. away over there no worries I'm just preparating <laughs> preparating Brandon Hamilton says, delivering Pepper's Ghost's gift in the mo- in the mail smile. Oh, I'm right. No, what are you doing? I, no. Steve O.S. says, happy belated birthday, Spooky Spice. Also, it's Saturday already? No, it's Wednesday. What are you talking about? No, it's about? Thursday. <laughs> We're it's day Thursday. late. Shythalia oh. says, 840, I told you, Tanhoney, you should have made a list of all the SCPs and tales you guys have already read. We already have that. I just don't uh, I wonder what... I wonder what Discovering SCP episode 69 is going to be about, Lenny Face. Uh, Jesus. No, that's it's not. You, we have my ears on the right? channel. That's what you would imply, right? Quaker <laughs> Button, though, says, Happy belated it. birthday, Pepper's Ghost. Uh, you can say sex all you want, because we own the channel. Holy that's shit. our exclusive right as channel owners to say the word sex. Uh, Boris, oh, sorry, they, uh, Quaker Buttnose asks, are you guys going to read SCP-6000 once the contest's over? Well, I, I, I guess, but Tanhoney kind of didn't even write 6000, so is there going to be a 6000? Yeah, is there any point if I did write it? That's what I'm thinking, kind of. Uh-huh. I accidentally clicked off, hang uh-huh. on, I gotta reset it. Uh, <laughs> Boris WW says, oh my god, I can't, I don't even know if I should talk about this, because I, I found a correlation. Should I read his comment? Tell- Tell us about the correlation first. Boris WW says, The part saying that the online friend can send up to 650 PMs is a reference to an incident in which Dr. Sumerian was permanently banned from participating in contests after sending 650 messages to people asking to upvote his articles during a 72-hour jam. Also, come on, you've actually read three articles from Series 6 already, two Amogus and one from Department of Abnormalities. This don't count. Yeah. Uh, also, I think everyone here, even I knew that, and I'm not even like the SCP guy. I think so everyone here was tell aware us about of this the correlation. Contest. Tell us what you've discovered. I, I don't want to say it because if I'm wrong, I'll look bad, but I'm, pre- I'm like 99% sure I'm right. Well, you, you, sort of, but, you sort of said it now. But... <laughs> do, you want, do you really want me to say it? Say it. Let's see what happens. 
So I found a correlation recently, because you guys probably remember me complaining about the dislikes, because we don't get that many views, so we don't get a lot of likes, so they stick out all the more, yeah? And I was wondering on our gaming videos, we were getting the same as like some of our podcasts, like two or three dislikes, to the point where it overwhelms the likes, because our gaming videos aren't the most popular. And it was starting to stress me out. I was like, did we say something like that pissed people off? Were the videos bad quality? I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I saw a correlation. Every single time there's a, a spike in dislikes on all our videos, it happens after Tanhony makes a 650 PMs joke. So I was wondering so if one, perhaps... One, of, <laughs> one person among you doesn't Yeah, like it might be one person with alternate accounts or two or three people that do not like that and decide to rain hell on us for it every time it happens <laughs> and that is if i'm wrong and our videos are just that bad and like more people hate our near let's play than like it fair enough but i'm pretty sure i'm right because only 18 people watch near i doubt two of them hated it enough to dislike it and only one liked it that's just weird. they still watch it yeah uh, insert clever name here says SCP-1715 is the anomalous version of those give me your credit card info and the three crazy numbers on the back memes also happy late birthday Peppers Ghost thanks uh, Dano says I went through all that effort to come forward in time from episode 39 to episode 64 so I could warn you and you didn't even see my message now I have to go back in time to stop myself and save the effort before I do that I'd like to suggest 5552 our stolen theory it's probably my favorite my favorite story on the wiki. Also, episode 66 comes out on my birthday. Uh, happy nice. early birthday. Yeah, this is our uh, birthday present. Still in is very good. We'll probably get to that once you've cleared the, the 5,000 hurdle. Will we ever clear the 5,000 hurdle? Tell me. Who knows? You, this, this whole period before 5,000 has been like the Aetheral this Space arc. arc 3 of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never ends. Uh, Anomalous Writer says, Wowza, guest episode. Very nice. Don't that surprise. You knew beforehand. You forged yeah, it. You <laughs> anyway, Darnell, I'm about to shatter the format. Okay, what's going on? We have one more SCP for today. Are you fucking shitting me? It's just Dude, a quick we're like... we're, we're gonna. This is the skim SCP. Okay. Give it to we me, simply I need guess. the knowledge contained within for purposes. My mouth is so dry, dude. If I don't get, like, H2O in my throat soon, so This is SCP-963. It's called Immortality by Dr. Bright. Oh, it's and, uh... too long. No, I'm thirsty. Okay, I'm just going to summarize it to you because we don't really need to read it. So, okay. SCP-963-1, we can see in the image here, is a necklace, and which is sort of linked to the scientist Dr. Bright. If a living oh, creature... Oh, wait, fuck. Has... This is the one that is Dr. Bright? We have to... Yeah, so... People get way too pissed if we don't. We'll read it some, another day. We just need to know what it is. Okay, um, so what you is put it? on the necklace, and you, your, the consci- your consciousness is overwritten with that of Dr. Bright. Oh, he's like fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the thing Beetlejuice says again when he takes you over? I don't know. I've not seen Beetlejuice. He's like, yes! or something and he cracks his neck so if you wear it for 30 days and then take it off you still have uh, Dr. Bright's mind afterwards oh my god you become a finger of Bright yeah well he's not like a high so, mind I don't think so so is that how he's immortal because he just can the amulet be destroyed or is it impervious it's impervious I believe so he's like a lich of some sort but his phylactery is impervious uh, memories native to Dr. Bright transfer from host to host as well so how did he become a doctor? Was it before or after he was before. discovered? Like, so was he was he like transporting the SCP and he got killed. 
and then his mind is like attached to the SCP he was carrying. Weird. Kind of neat. We'll read the article proper another day because I, I know people will crucify us if we don't, but we're already at the time and I'm so fucking thirsty. That's why I need to I did not get that. water. Now that we have read, we have the final piece of the jigsaw puzzle. No fucking way. So next episode, we will read SCP-5000. No! Yeah, he said it, bros! Is that real? Is it, it going to be a multi-episoder? Yeah, Should we have guest stars for, for 5000? No, we only have one. It's, it's called Talon Rosa. Oh, yeah, you should play it off like you're the guest and I'm the host. <laughs> well, I hope you're coming on the podcast today, Tantoni. Holy shit, how many episodes do you think it'll take to read? I don't know, maybe two. I think at the most two. It's not, okay. it's not a level. It's longer than my I'm usual. I'm probably going to interrupt. Recipe. I'm going to interrupt a lot, though, because I'm going to yeah. have a lot of So it might be. And I'm based like, on. I'm not even sort of gauge it because I don't know how long we're going to get yeah. sidetracked. It's not just. And based on the way me. you fucking set up the whole gimmick of the podcast, every two seconds I'm going to be like, I know that SCP. And then you'll be like, uh huh, see, we read it. It's the old man who causes disaster. That's why I showed it to you twice. But yeah. Oh, man. Are you guys excited? You know what? In preparation, I mean, actually, no, we won't finish it in one episode. But I thought you were going to say in episode, preparation, let's read all the SCPs again. <laughs> no, I was going to say in preparation, you should leave questions about 5,000, but you should probably wait till the first episode of it. So then we'll finish it next episode because we won't want to answer those before I finish. I will answer one question in the comments. Oh, that's too cruel because you're going to pick the dumbest one. I won't. I promise. All right, you but you have to well, answer. I'm going to leave so some about, barrels. How about this? How about me, this? You have to. You okay. can't ask me what all the answers to any mysteries are. I, I can give you clues, but I will not answer the question like that. How about this? How about each? So for this week, you can ask a question. For next week, you can ask a question, and I get to pick the question. I'll, so you can't I'll, I'll choose like the shittiest yeah. one. Three questions for each episodes. Three. So one for this one, one for the next one, and one for the last. No, one. I mean three each episode. I'll do. Okay, and can I pick the questions that you get answered as long as they yeah. don't break your rules? Okay, cool. Actually, maybe we should do it for guys. once it's done anyway, because the questions may rely on the ending. Yeah, maybe. So, um... Alright, guys, well, look for... I can't believe it. I, I genuinely can't believe it. After one year and almost three months, finally, we're gonna read the fucking thing everyone was, like, sucking tan schlong over that I haven't seen yet. So hit the new rules, I've just excited. figured out. So I will read the comments next episode so that if there's any spoilers in them, you will not be exposed. Okay. Because if there fair. are ones that are supposed to, I'll just skip over them, to be honest. You know what? That's fair. I'll trust in you. But yeah. Right. I'm excited. I'm so excited you don't even know. Hope you look forward to it. Finally. I'll get to know about Pierrot or whatever his name was. Pierre Pierrot. Hello? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, is this the part where we get sappy, or are we saving that till after we finish 5,000? Um, I think we're just ending. That's episode. how we should actually conclude the 5,000 arc, is you should read that comment you left on the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing Discover SCP for two years now, almost a third of my life. <laughs> You're six years old. Bro. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'll you know what's really time. scary about discovering okay. about yeah, SCP Tanhony? Yeah. If it, if you stay here for six more years, uh, 
it'll be 15, it'll be like 15 and 31 it'll be half your life you've spent on the wiki yeah i gotta stop <laughs> it's an addiction <laughs> thank you everyone Injecting for listening the this the, ep- the episode yeah. is now ending for the fifth time okay bye bye